Hello and welcome to Confession Radio. Today we got one and a two and a three and a bitchy hamster with a whopping four letters. Let's start with Grossed Out in Florida. Who isn't? <laughs> Grossed Out says, Could you please explain why so many people blow their noses at the supper table? You would think older folks would know better, but it seems like they are the worst offenders. I see a lot of this in restaurants or cafeterias. I not only consider it rude, but also gross. Why can't people excuse themselves from the table and leave the room to do it? I generally go to the ladies' room or, if I'm home, go into another room. My mother and brother do this and it's disgusting. What is your view on this? Maybe you could teach some of these folks some manners. Well, grossed out, maybe we could start with you. First off, your mom, she's gotten a lot worse than mucus out of her body. Hmm? Namely, you. If you saw how you were born, you would not be disgusted by a little Kleenex. Alright? And your brother, if yours is as nice as mine, trust me, you've eaten these boogers a lot and you've never realized it. And you know what I think is rude? Watching people blow their noses like strangers in restaurants. That's pretty rude. But I see your point. Manners are on their way out in our society. People are just no longer polite. People no longer just leave their seat for a pregnant woman on a bus or leave the door open for a little lady at the bank before running off with her purse or even show up for the president's inauguration. People just are rude today. But good manners are exactly like world peace or fighting climate change or the name we give to the entirety of the cosmos. It begins with you. You have to show good manners first. And observing people blowing their noses and then bitching about it on a podcast is not very nice. Bitching on a podcast is right about time for another letter. Second letter comes from prefers to drive from location on this close. Hey, David Allen here from Confession Radio and the Podcast Whisperer. I am so excited today to tell you guys about Anchor. Anchor.fm gives you all the tools that you need to create your own podcast. And the best part, it's free. You can monetize from it. You have creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And it will distribute as well to all the major podcast websites, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those amazing, amazing podcast platforms. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm today to get started. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Which means it's probably pretty far, which is why she'd like to drive rather than walk. She says, my husband is a very aggressive driver. He tailgates, cuts people off, narrates play-by-play during driving, and stresses me out. He was involved in two accidents that I'm convinced were his fault, although one was blamed on the other driver. Fortunately, no one was hurt. Because of this, I prefer to drive. The other day, he actually reached across and honked my horn, in metaphor, or, okay, honked my horn while I was driving because somebody delayed a few seconds at the stoplight. We weren't in a hurry, and there was no need to honk. Our children were in the car. When I complained, he told me, just get over it. He gets so grouchy if I say anything about his driving. We live in a relatively small town, and our vehicles are very identifiable. All of the crazy road rage incidents I hear about certainly don't help. Any suggestion? I'm ready to result to public transportation. Signed, prefers to drive. Well, there's nothing wrong with public transportation. I'm all for that. It's affordable. It's ecological. It, it, it's, it's nice, and you don't have to drive yourself. But don't blow your nose in that, because there's a chick who really doesn't like that. I mean, if you blow your nose in a bus, she, she's going to start bitching in the morning, and she's going to say, don't blow your nose in public. Okay? Here's the thing. From what I understand here, you are the peacekeeper in your couple. Your husband is grouchy, he's impulsive, he just gets road rage, and doesn't really mind if he puts your children's lives at risk when he's driving. So, sweetie, you're gonna have to poke the bear and then kick him in the schnitzels. You need to have a fight with your husband. Because sometimes when couples don't fight, it means they just let their problems fester and get worse until they can't be resolved anymore. And in your case, well, you have a problem. Because if he tells you to get over it just when you're trying to tell him that he's being dangerous when he's driving, I think your problems go way beyond your little sedan. 
You need to have a fight, sweetie. It's gonna be nasty, it's gonna be fierce, but you need it. Couples need to fight. After that, either you'll live a better life, or you'll stay with your husband, but he'll drive more sensibly. Okay? Oh, and by the way, if you have one of those big, tall, large, expensive SUVs, then you can also afford to buy a long broom to reach the roof, because there is snow up there too on the winter, okay? And if you don't take care of it, the wind will take care of it on my car. And I will thus forevermore refer to you as a winter wanker. Yes, I went British there. Letter number three from Unsure in the West, which is the least deadly gunslinger's name I have ever heard. She says, one of my best friends just got engaged and I'm invited to the wedding. My problem is my ex-best friend is in the bridal party and I don't know how to act if I see her and I have to talk to her. She terminated our friendship without giving me a reason. Not only that, she has been spreading lies about me to mutual friends, some of whom now refuse to talk to me. I have no idea what I did or didn't do. No one knows why she is spreading rumors, and I don't want there to be drama at my friend's wedding and bachelorette party. What can I do? Well, it's not about you, right? It's about the lady getting married. So A, you have to make sure she's gonna have fun. So B, you're gonna have to suck it up. And C, people who wanna piss you off will be pissed off themselves if you're not affected by them. So show up with a huge smile. Go to your ex-best friend, give her a hug, and say, I haven't seen you for so long. We need to catch up. I've heard about me a lot. I haven't heard about you at all. Let's have a drink later, but for now, let's have some fun for her, because it's her night. After that, if she makes any drama, it's gonna be on her. Because you made everything to maintain the peace for your friend who's getting married. You're not the one who's gonna look like a biatch, okay? You're the one who's there to maintain the peace. So have fun, let your bridal friend have fun, and let the other one either suck it up or make a fool of herself, okay? Do we have time for a fort? We have time for a fort. Let's do a letter from At A Loss For Words, who ironically wrote the longest letter yet. She says, I've been married for seven years, and my husband and I have had our ups and downs. He never thought he would have kids until he met me. And now we have two. After our second child, we agreed that we were done having children. I was okay with it because it seemed after each child, our relationship became strained. Recently, we reached the point of deciding whether we would either separate or work harder on our marriage. We decided to stick it out. The problem is, while we were in the process of getting back together, I became pregnant again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm afraid to tell him because I know how stressed he gets. I'm afraid it will be too much for him. He will cut himself off emotionally from me and the kids. This was not planned. We were using protection. But getting an abortion is something I could never do. I know this child would make things more difficult, but this child is a part of me and the man I love. How do I tell my husband I am pregnant in a way that makes the news easier to take? Sign? At a loss for words. Well, if you want easy, clowns and balloons always do a drink for me. But what you mean, I think, is how do I keep my husband and my child? I think this is the real question here, right? I think that you have two children already, and you seem to love them, and you have a hard time with your husband. He probably loves them as much as you do. So he will love this child as well. But here's the thing. Your children are yours forever. Forever. You gave them life. Him, sad to say, but marriage nowadays is just a passing grace. So you will have to work hard, if not because of a third child, because of a new mortgage, because he's going to lose his job, because your mom is being a B-word with him. There will always be things pulling at the seam of your couple, so the car is not the problem. Of course, being a parent sometimes is hard, but you're going to be a parent until the end of your life. You will love these children, and they will love you forever. So how to tell him? Be positive. Don't put an int of negativity in your announce. Sweetie, I love you so much. You gave me happiness for a third time. Thank you. Start with that. What do you think? I think I need a drink. This is Confession Radio. I bet you the hamster. Thank you for listening. If you have confessions of your own, please send them to confessionradionet at gmail.com. If you'd rather listen to another podcast, I don't care.